Small Town Gospel Podcast. I'm Alana, here with Alex, and today we'll be discussing the benefits, hindrances, and limitations of live streaming a church service. We have been talking about this a decent amount because the the last 18 months or so, even in little old Troy in a tiny little church, We've had opportunities or um, necessity of figuring out all sorts of uh, technological advancements, such as live streaming. And one of the um, opportunities that presents an interesting choice now in the modern world is that even a church like ours uh, has has the option of live streaming. And I literally just set up my phone on this little like $20 tripod (laughs) and go on Facebook and hit Facebook live. And there we go. We're, we're live streaming. And so we've, we've talked about this because especially small churches in the middle of nowhere, like ours, uh, that, that is a new and kind of unusual, uh, in the course of history opportunity. Yeah. And I guess, as we discuss this, I've just been thinking, because we are so new to it, I know bigger churches uh, have been doing this for well before COVID season, but it is just something that as a smaller church where we do things a little bit differently, uh, what, yeah, what are the pros and cons to live streaming? So before we even get into any of that, I guess I think we need to talk about what even is the point of meeting as a church right and i think uh as not to be overly simple but a definition is good so remembering that the literal meaning of the word church is gathering or assembly or uh if you want to be really um (laughs) reformed i guess assembly of called out ones uh but at at the basis what it means to be a church is that you are gathered and so what's interesting is if you were to rewind to 2019 pretty much anyone um in our really broad uh theological tribe would have affirmed oh of course Church can't be something that you do online. Like that's that's a fallback option only when you absolutely cannot make it or if you're out of town or something like that. But uh, of course you need to be coming. Um, you can't be a church if you're not gathered physically together. Yeah, and I read this quote this week that said, just as the sight of his bride makes a groom's heart swell with love, church members should overflow with affection for one another when they behold the assembly. Uh, When we are gathered together is when we are the church. And so there's obviously real weight and importance that we even see all throughout scripture of the need to be gathered together in person. I know that in the past podcast, we've talked a lot about Acts chapter 2, where it talks about uh, the church being devoted to fellowship, to breaking of bread, to praying, to teaching, and through that, uh, they saw people added 
to the church and people being saved. And that can only happen if you are together in person. Right. And I, when I thought about that quote, that, that, uh, the swelling heart of the, the groom for his bride, I thought literally of last Sunday and I, uh, we were, you know, just starting there at, uh, getting the service going and I always feel a little bit awkward when we do the opening announcements and all that. But I looked out and I just got this lump in my throat all of a sudden as I just saw uh, our church family. And I'm like, they're going to think you're weird if you start choking up when you're <laughs> announcing Ultimate Frisbee or something. Yes. Uh, so, um, But yeah, I, I think that has been perhaps one of the most encouraging areas of growth in our church family uh, these last few years is seeing people truly elated to be together. And I, I think especially this last year when it became uh, kind of rare for churches to, you know, be the church and gather, uh, I think people were aware of the thing that they'd been taking for granted for yeah. so long. So. <clears throat> yeah, so as we get into talking about live streaming and the effects that it has on the church, I guess that I wanted to say that because of COVID and the uh, the need for some people for caution and concern for their physical health, we have, our church has taken to live streaming the entire service for those who don't feel comfortable attending. So that includes announcements, prayer time, worship in song, and then worship in Alex teaching and the conclusion. Um, and so that's kind of what our church broadcasts is all of it, yeah. <laughs> including the awkward, like, Alex calling us to worship moment. <laughs> um, and so that's I, the premise on which we start is it's not just the sermon that we're live streaming. Right. And... There are pros and cons of that approach for sure when it when I think of uh, the reason a uh, little podunk church like ours uh, started doing it was we want those who can't be with us to truly feel like they're a part of it. Yeah. And I never want to do anything that implies that the only thing that really matters uh in our Sunday morning gathering is hearing me teach. Um, hearing the word of God proclaimed is, of course, really, really important. But for those who aren't able to be there, I want them to be able to, uh, in some way, um, even though we've already talked about the limitations of the screen and all that, uh, but in some way get a sense of, okay, here, here is... Here's the ways that I can be praying for uh, my brothers and sisters. And I'm not just getting like a bullet point on a list emailed out to everybody. I, I actually hear the tone of voice. We hear uh, there's this young man who whenever he's present, he always has a, a prayer request. And it's not just the request. It's the way he shares it. Mm. And just all these little subtle things that um, it, it helps those folks who aren't able to be with us, um, it, it is 
approximating what it would be like if they were with us. Yeah, and we obviously understand that even if you take COVID out of the picture, people travel. People miss because they're sick and they need to stay home, or their children are sick and moms need to stay home. Uh, And so there is the account of we understand that people sometimes have to not be there on a Sunday, and we want our church family to be together, even if that means live streaming in. So we do think that it's important that we've been doing, like, so much that we've been doing it. Right. Um, However, there are drawbacks. So to me, um, I think that it can be used as a cop-out of not going and being with the body. And I've seen that when people blame it on their health or they just didn't feel up to it or they were too tired or uh but they were still live streaming so they were still quote unquote there right and this was uh, i i guess this has been the key change that 2020 brought to us was uh i remember in seminary like everyone across the political spectrum, across theological spectrum, everyone who was training to eventually be in church leadership of some sort was like, man, we have to figure out how to get people to get out of this mindset that sitting in front of their computer and watching a sermon is the same as being a part of the church. Yeah. Um, so everyone agreed on that. And then 2020 happened, and it seemed as though it's like, oh, well, here's this very unique challenge, and so we're going to undermine what we've been trying to get people to understand for the last 20 years. Um, when, in my opinion, if if churches felt like they should exclusively live stream, for example, and not have... Uh, gatherings they should just own up to the fact like um we're not going to pretend like this is church yeah um we will offer some songs we will offer some teaching there are benefits to that but it's not that's not church online church isn't church yeah and um i i think just trying to make the best of a tough situation people did some really long-term damage of claiming that that was church when it, it biblically speaking it absolutely black and white is not sorry i'll get off my soapbox there. Uh, <laughs> yeah and i think another way that i've seen this affect our church this live streaming is uh just moments of awkwardness in the intimacy that we previously had before live streaming in specifically worshiping in song and then corporate prayer. So our corporate prayer looks a little bit different than churches that are bigger than us. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, where we just allow the floor to be open for people to share their prayers, praises, proclamations, scripture, whatever is on their heart. And then we pray for each of those things. And when you know that there's a camera running and that anybody on Facebook who's on our church website can live stream in, there has been that awkward 
maybe I won't share this prayer request because I know that anybody out there could listen. Or I have a really personal prayer request about somebody in my family or in my community um, and I don't want to share that in ways that will, you know, offend them, but I want my brothers and sisters to be diligently praying for me as I meet with this person or deal with this situation. Yeah, and I, I would say uh, it, it is a unique a unique drawback to the way that we do church, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because the way that we do church, I think, is a unique advantage of a small church mm-hmm. is... Uh, we get together and you're not just hearing from the people who are paid to put the program together. Like somebody just had a heck of a week and they'll they'll tell us about it. Um, we had one dear sister, this wasn't during the, the service, but a, a sister a few weeks ago uh, who confessed to having a... a toilet tongue (laughs) (laughs) and I had never heard that uh phraseology before um so uh yeah it's it is interesting and I I know of specific examples of people who wanted to share something and felt weird about it and I that does um we're constantly coming back and wrestling like should we continue to stream the entire service yeah uh and it's not a simple thing and i do especially as we fully emerge here pretty quick from the covid era uh i do think that perhaps we are um maybe uh preferring those who don't make the effort to come um, to those who are actually there. Mm-hmm. And so we might we might need to make a change uh, there so that people can feel comfortable. Because we want to have a church where, where hey, I need prayer and I'm not going to give a surface level stupid veneer prayer request. Yeah. Like here's the, the stuff that's actually uh, a burden that's on my heart. Yeah. How have you seen, as the pastor of the church, how have you seen live stream affect your job or how you go about a week? I think uh, probably the the coolest thing I've experienced wasn't necessarily live streaming a, a service, but it, it was just uh, last Easter. So um, that would have been late March or in April of 2020. So it's on the very front end when we're all like, what in the world is this virus and what's (laughs) going to happen? And, um, and it just, uh, it's easy in any, uh, occupation to kind of just get into a rut of like, well, this is the routine. And so, uh, leading up to Easter of last year, I did a series of, uh, you know, the sayings from the cross and it was exclusively online and people could tune in live if they wanted as I did my little spiel uh, or, you know, come back and see the recording after the fact. But just uh, I I have seen ways that people uh, thought outside the box or took a little bit different approach. And, and there were quite a few people from outside of our church who tuned in into yeah. those. Yeah. We've got a church of 
any anywhere uh, on a Sunday morning from 40 to 60. Uh, and uh, there were a few of those videos that had 150 views. Yeah. So uh, things like that I thought uh, were pretty cool. As far as the, the streaming of the service, um, it doesn't affect me much. When, when we first started, I was very conscious of like, I, you know, if I look between where the top of my notes are and the first face, um, there's a camera there. And <laughs> uh, it was similar to the first few episodes of this podcast of like, it's just a new thing to be aware of. But yeah. uh, in the last several months, I, I hardly even think about it. Um, one thing in our context, the internet and, uh, <laughs> service is just so slow that sometimes, uh, we literally don't have the bandwidth for the, uh, live stream to continue. And so we'll be right in the middle of something. And all of a sudden you start hearing audio playback from my yeah. phone and, uh, it's like, Oh, it, it dropped out. And so it just starts when it drops out, it just starts from the beginning of the recording. And Alex is um, talking twice. <laughs> right. And, uh, so that, um, I'm, I mean, we have all sorts of glitches every single week, uh, that make, gives us charm, I guess. Yeah. So it doesn't really throw me off, but I could see a situation if it were to happen, like right as I'm getting to like here's a really, really key, critical, sensitive point in the sermon. And like, if it were yeah. to happen right there, that would be a bummer. Yeah. And there have been pros to you live streaming where I've had conversations with people like your parents or your sister who don't attend our church often, but have listened to your sermons. And then next month when they visit, we've had conversations about your sermons and what's going on in our church, and they've been keeping up on our live stream. And so that is really great when the people that aren't uh, active in our church or part of our church but still come and go, when they can be a part of the conversation even though they weren't there. Right. I've enjoyed that. Yeah. And uh, one thing I've actually noticed uh, as a recipient of live streaming is um, we're, we're in the mountain time zone here, and uh, I think Alistair Begg's church is in Cleveland, uh, which uh, probably Eastern time zone. But sometimes uh, there, this happens maybe once every three weeks. I'm getting ready for Sunday and just feeling kind of down. And uh, I tune into Alistair Begg's church's mm. live stream and just uh, something about that accent yeah. <laughs> and good preaching, you know, can kind of help me a little bit and knowing there is something cool about knowing like I'm watching as he's saying it yeah. um, rather than just a recording from four years ago or something. So. Yeah. And I think that that's been just a unique situation about 2020 is now pretty much all churches are on some sort of a recording or a live stream. And I've definitely tuned into other churches that I normally wouldn't even yeah. ever get a taste of what's going on in their church. And so I've benefited from them doing this. So it's been, yeah, an interesting aspect of live streaming that I've never thought about is visiting other churches <laughs> virtually, I guess. Right. So. Yeah. And I think it's, it is one of those things that it's good and helpful to, uh, 
just keep in mind what it is and what it isn't. Um, and we kind of started there, I guess. But if you tune into a live stream on the way to church mm-hmm. to help just get your mindset right for your actual gathering, I think that's a wonderful use yeah. uh, of live streaming. If, um, you know, on those just rare occasions when you can't be there, uh, you know, being kind of there that way is good. But just, I, I think we need to constantly remember what it isn't. And it, I I saw there's that, uh, that pastor in um, Canada that got arrested for for their church gathering and there's other issues associated with that that we won't get into right now but uh he was in jail for i think a month and every so often he was allowed to facetime with his wife and his wife tweeted out in case anyone was wondering marriage isn't the same over (laughs) facetime yeah uh and it's like well right of course it isn't and uh, we know that instinctually with any relationship, you, like military families, yeah. uh, they're, you know, uh, you don't go, oh, hey, it's just, it's just as good. You have FaceTime. It's like, no, um, everyone understands the difference. Yeah. And uh, being actually physically together is really, really important. Yeah. Have you thought about at all how this new option of live streaming for our church has been of any benefit for those who are not believers yeah for our church specifically that's tough uh just so everyone knows this the scale that we're talking about most of the time our services will get a a few dozen views uh so we're (laughs) we are not uh, the big time in any way, shape, or form. Um, we could pay to boost that up uh, artificially, but um, I don't know. Um, I I do think I have heard uh, examples from other churches that just as a part of everything that has happened, um, people who otherwise wouldn't have, uh, you know, wouldn't come and visit church encountered the teaching or the gathering uh, in that digital way and the lord has used that i Mm -hmm. i think to save to save people and uh one really cool example uh in our church there there's this uh couple who hadn't been going to church for uh, quite some time and they started tuning in and they're members now Mm. and uh, I think simply having that uh, safe first taste yeah. and going, huh. And and that's when it does what you would hope it would do yeah. is it makes people go, huh, that looks cool. I'm going to actually attend. Be a part of uh, what's going on. Yeah. And then you attend. You get to know some people. You go to one of our potlucks. Uh, and you, yeah, you just then go through that process and you're uh they haven't missed a sunday in months and months and months now and so uh those are the kinds of stories where i go man uh this live streaming thing is is good when it's used in that way 
Yeah, I think that it will be interesting to watch as we kind of are going out of the COVID era back into a more normal life, what other churches do and what even our church will do as we continue on, whether we'll continue to live stream at all or not at all or uh, just record your sermons and upload those to a website. Um, it'll be interesting to see how we apply this moving forward. Yeah. Right. And on the whole note of emerging from the COVID era, I saw this last week that the Vikings will have a full capacity stadium this fall. So I'm pretty excited So if excited the Vikings can that. do it, Troy Montana can do it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's all we have to say about that. Yep. Bye. <laughs>